in 1 Timothy chapter 3. The apostle is writing a personal letter to Timothy, one of the young men that he picked out and prepared and ordained to the ministry of the gospel. And some would take these words and say, why is he preaching to the choir? But the emphasis here is important for all of us to gather that there are basic elements of the gospel that we want to delight in always and not to be moved away from the simplicity that is in Christ. He wrote Timothy and he said, These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. That is the great mystery of godliness. Those six things are not taught in history books. Those six things are not in our newspapers or magazines. Those six things are far more important than anything our newspapers or magazines will ever record or write about. These six phrases describe the great mystery, singular, of godliness. The great works of God for the salvation of men and the glorification of His Son, Jesus Christ. And Paul was not preaching to the choir. He was reminding Timothy and all of us how important these essential elements are to the gospel of Jesus Christ. If I take a long time getting to see you, Timothy, make sure that you remember to behave yourself well in the church of God because it is the pillar and it is the ground of the truth. The pillar of a thing holds it up, and so is the ground. It's the basis for its foundation. And the church is the foundation and the supporting strength for the truth of the gospel in the world. And we want to make sure that in our church and from our church sounds forth the truth of the gospel. And there's no controversy or doubt or arguing or debating this matter. These six things are more important than anything else you're ever going to learn, ever going to read about, ever going to think about. These six issues here describe God's dealings with His people through Jesus Christ our Lord. God was manifest in the flesh. Jesus became incarnate when the Word was made flesh. All the, new, all the new Bible versions take the word God out so you're not sure what's being talked about and use a male pronoun, He. He was manifest in the flesh. Well, who are you talking about? The King James Bible tells us God, Jehovah, was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit, including His resurrection, proved Him to be the Son of God by the wonderful things Jesus did during His life. Scene of angels. Angels attended His ministry. He told Nathaniel, if you think that it's great because I saw you under the fig tree when you couldn't see me, you're going to see a whole lot more than that. You're going to see the angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. John chapter 1. Angels were announced His birth. Angels strengthened Him in the wilderness when He was tempted by the devil. Angels strengthened Him in the Garden of Gethsemane. Angels announced His resurrection from the dead. Angels announced His ascension into heaven. He was seen of angels. He was preached unto the Gentiles. 
the Apostle Paul and others took the gospel to the Gentiles or we would not have heard of it. Because for millennia, that's thousands of years, God winked at the ignorance of us foolish Gentiles. We preferred birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things, as opposed to the worship of the God of heaven. But not only was it preached to the Gentiles, it tells us it was believed on in the world. Praise God, He had ordained some to eternal life and elected them so that they believed that gospel that was preached to them. And then Jesus was received up into glory. Jesus Christ ascended up out of this world and its atmosphere through the first heaven, through the second heaven of the interplanetary and interstellar spaces into the third heaven, the throne room of God. And John saw his arrival in Revelation chapter 5 when he took the book of the everlasting covenant out of the hand of him that sat on the throne and all the choirs of heaven burst into his praise. These things are the most important things. These things are the things we ought to be thankful for first. You know, then we can be thankful for our frankfurters and buns to put them in. But first of all, we want to be thankful. We're bound to give thanks all the way to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Those are the things we need to be most thankful for. Without a doubt, these are the great things. May the Lord bless us by His Spirit to love these things. All you young men that are in school, you will never learn anything that even comes close to these things. True. Half the things you're learning are lies to begin with. The technical things that you're learning that may have truth don't bring honor and glory to God unless they're directed upward toward these six things. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the simplicity that is in Christ. You don't need to be highly intelligent, nor do you need to be highly educated to understand these six things. This is the simplicity of the gospel. And may we love each one. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit, proven to be the son of God. He was seen of the angelic host, which is a whole universe greater than anything on earth. A whole universe of beings, of principalities and powers. He was seen of them. That gospel for the first time was preached to the Gentiles. It was believed on in the world. And then Jesus was also received up into glory where he is forever. Until he comes for us soon. Let us pray. Our Holy Father, we thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth. For the Lord Jesus Christ of glory. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that God was manifest in the flesh. He was clearly seen on planet earth. He was seen in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we thank thee for him. We thank thee for sending thy son, thine only begotten son, to lay down his life for us. You did something far greater than Abraham did. You sent your only begotten son, and he actually laid down his life for us. We thank thee that he was justified in the spirit and proven to be the son of God by many testimonies, witnesses, and demonstrations of his divine power. We thank thee, O Lord, that he was seen of angels, that the whole host of heaven adores him, 
worships Him and submits to Him. Even the devils themselves know that He will soon send them into eternal torment. And they know that time is approaching. Our Father in Heaven, we thank You that You sent the Gospel, the good news, the glad tidings of Christ to the Gentiles. Amen. That the Apostle Paul bore that message. That others carried it with him, and from him have come a whole host of preachers. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that it was believed on in the world. And we thank you that you chose us from the beginning, through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, to be saved from the ignorance of our ancestors and their worship of the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that Jesus was received up into glory, where he sits at your right hand, and you have given him a portion with the great, and he has divided the spoil with the strong, and he has sent forth the gifts of his great conquest in the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the ministry, into the churches of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we will never be moved away from the hope of the gospel. And that the simplicity of these six things will buy our souls. And that we shall live dedicated lives to the God who so loved us that He gave His only begotten Son that we should never perish but have everlasting life. Because we believe on Him. We thank Thee for the gift of the Son. We thank Thee for giving us to Him. We thank Thee for regenerating our hearts that we would see and believe on Him. And we thank Thee for eternal life that awaits us. Our Father, how can we approach Thanksgiving Day in our nation without first of all and most of all being thankful for the real gifts, the great gifts, the gifts of our deliverance from the wrath to come and the granting of an eternal inheritance reserved in heaven for us. We bless and praise your great and glorious name and thank thee that we would have an interest in such covenant by your abundant mercy. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that our names are written in heaven and let us glory in that fact this day above having our names posted Anywhere else. Our Father, we pray that you would be with your servants throughout the world. That every church of yours will be blessed by the grace of your presence through the Holy Spirit of God. That they will be lifted up. That they will be instructed. That they will love the things of Christ. That they will commit themselves to follow him more perfectly. That your kingdom on earth will be strengthened and broadened. And that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We thank Thee for the daily bread that You have given us, and we pray that You will continue to provide it by giving us a livelihood through our jobs and businesses. Preserve us, O Lord, from the economic folly of our nation. Preserve us, O Lord, from the decisions of corporations and from the decisions of individual consumers that we might continue not to be rich but to have food convenient for us. Our Father, forgive us our sins. Forgive us when we have allowed our feet to take us where we should not have been. 
our hands to touch those things we should not touch. Our minds to think those thoughts that are foolish and sinful in thy sight. Our lips to speak hurtful words to others, words of disgrace to thee. Bless us, O Lord, in thought and word and deed to walk as the children of light in this dark world. Let us not be drunk in the night as others, but let us be the children of light. Our Father, open your word to us today and open our hearts to receive that word, that each syllable and each word from thy precious word will be pleasant to our souls and profitable to our minds. And may we in turn lay hold of those words, be able to speak of them to others, live them daily, and defend them to scorners and skeptics. Our Father, let us first of all defend thy word by our lives, that our lives will be transformed rather than conformed to this world. Heavenly Father, preserve our nation and keep it militarily, keep it economically, keep it morally, that there might be a revival in our midst, that people would turn their hearts back to the God of heaven. And we pray, O Lord, that it would not take reducing us by famine, by pestilence or war, to where we would turn unto thee, but that you would work a great work before you bring those judgments to bear upon us. Yeah. Heavenly Father, be with those that are sick and strengthen them. Be with those that have to work and comfort them. Be with each of us, O oh Lord, and take us one soul at a time by your infinite love and care of us, by the power of your Holy Spirit, and direct our affection and our attention to the things which are above that are so much more important than the things here on this earth. O oh Lord God, have mercy upon us. We delight to do thy will. We delight in thy word. And we delight in thy Son. And we pray that you would reveal him more perfectly to us today. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that you sent a Savior to save us from our sins. And may we live for him who died for us with every breath we draw, every step we take, and every word that comes from our tongues. Lord God, forgive us and have mercy. Remember our frame that we are dust. Forgive us for not loving and adoring and serving thy Son as we should. But bless us this day and every day you give us after this day to do so by the power of God through faith, preserving and keeping us. We ask in Jesus' glorious name, have mercy upon us, O Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.